What's up guys? Welcome to TLR. My name's Nate and Merry Christmas Eve. Christmas is tomorrow. I'm so excited. Oh gosh, I'm so excited. I hope you're pumped Christmas tomorrow. I'm probably excited for some gifts, hanging out with family. I hope it's hope it's great for you. I'm so pumped. I'm gonna be drinking some hot chocolate. Oh, it'll be great. Anyway, we're so pumped that you're here at our first TLR Christmas Eve thing service. I don't know what it's called, but we're so pumped that you're here for our Christmas Eve TLR. We are so pumped about this exciting conversation about life and faith. We have a special Christmas present for you coming up, so you'd be excited about that. But the important thing is, this is a conversation. And so it being a conversation means it's not just me talking, okay? We want you to chat along with us. And so to make sure that, you know, everything's working. If you're on YouTube, your comment box is, you know, how comments work on YouTube. If you're watching this on Instagram, you know, live stream, doing it there. But... To make sure that it's working, the question that we have where you can, you know, stretch out your fingers and, you know, type away and be like, oh, good, my, my thumbs work, my fingers work great. The question that we have is, what is a gift that you've been excited to give somebody? Maybe that's this Christmas, maybe it's been in Christmas past, a birthday present, whatever. What is a gift that you've been excited to give to people or to give to someone? What is a present you've been pumped to give? For me, I, you know, I've given um, a few presents. But one of the, this is such a weird story because you guys are going to judge me and not realize how exciting this is. But when my wife and I, Amanda, when we got married, we were like poor. Like actually we were like, there's a comedian who says like poor, like we couldn't afford the O and the R. Like that's, that's how poor we were. We, it was rough. And all my wife wanted, like all she had been talking about for months, was she wanted a mixing bowl because she likes to bake and cook. But like. We, we, we had like just bowls to like mix it and you didn't have like a mixing bowl. And so like, it sounds so bad and stereotypical, but like I like saved up some money and like I bought her a mixing bowl and like she cried. <laughs> it was like so excited. It was just like, it's just this, again, you're like, that's a terrible present night. I know, okay, whatever. It's what we had at the time. But it's funny, we still have that mixing bowl today and whatever, it's adorable present. I was pumped to give it to her. Um, but she judges me for it now because my presents have upgraded a little since then but still whatever i'm like i got your mixing bowl great um it was fun to give her that gift but for you guys what's a gift that you've been excited to give somebody could be as sweet and cute as my story could be something else but we'd love to hear that in the comments and love to hear those stories now as we transition to what we're going to be talking about today i am so pumped for this so we've been talking about you know, a couple of days ago, we talked, started this off by like, is the story of Christmas even good? Is the story of Christianity good? Is it good news? You know, the way it was introduced to the world is that it was good news for all people. But is it? Because for many of us, it's not good news. I mean, and for others of us, we wrestle with, is it even true? But for more and more, there's a growing population of people that are like, this isn't even good news. It's not even worth talking about because who cares if it's true? It's just not good. And it's not good because it's either been boring for us, it's hurt us, it's hurt people we care about, it's just, you know, irrelevant, just like whatever, who cares? And more and more there's a growing sentiment that church, Christianity, Jesus, God, is just not good news. But what's so fascinating to me is in contrast to that, Jesus, when he talks about the message he's sharing, he talks about his way that like it's good news for all people and like people are going to be clamoring over each other like because they want to be in. That's not happening today. Okay, so that's interesting. But also when, when the story of Jesus was first told, like when, when Jesus was born, it was introduced as that the story, the message, 
the, what this guy, this baby is going to be teaching is good news for all people. That's how I was introduced. But then you come to our world, and I don't live under a rock. I know what's happening in our world. We're not clamoring over anybody to get into, get, oh, i got to be at church. Oh, there's just a wave of people. It's not happening. And so could it be, it could be that it's not true and that it's not good news. Or it could be, and this is what we've been exploring, is that maybe, just maybe, the version that you've heard, that you grew up with, the version that unfortunately many of us that were here and that we, that we experienced, Maybe it's not the original version. Maybe what Jesus had to say actually is good news. Because according to Jesus, if it is good news, people are going to be excited and leaning in and hoping it's true. Now, hoping it's true doesn't make it true, but people are going to be excited about it and leaning in. And so that's what we've been exploring. The way we're going to explore this today, this is what I'm excited about. This is your little Christmas present. Is If you've been part of TLR, you know that our co-host... That I announced a couple of weeks ago is no longer with us, and then she got offended because like she was with us, just not like here, like whatever. Anyway, you can go back and see that that uh, mess. Um, but uh, my co-host Sarah, who actually does a ton of work behind the scenes, helps make TLR happen. Happen. She is joining us today for a conversation about the story of Mary because what is so cool to me, and I don't want to take away from what she's going to share with us in a second, but what's so cool to me is that the story of Jesus actually starts with the story of Mary, and that is significant for us, and it's significant for us looking at, is this good news of great joy for all people? What Sarah's going to share with us and what we're going to unpack in our conversation is going to be so exciting, so I hope that you enjoy it, and for once, you're not going to have to hear only from me, so it'll be exciting for some of you that like, finally, Nate's going to let somebody else talk. Well, that's what I'm pumped for. I'm excited for you guys to hear from Sarah. Looking forward to that. And so we will see you on the other side, and you will see me joined with Sarah as we talk about Mary, the story of Mary, and if it is good news of great joy for you. See you soon. I just want to What's up, guys? I'm so excited that you are joining us for this. Look who's back. Sarah's here. Yes. What's up? Okay. So I'm so excited as we have this conversation. But Sarah, thank you for being back. Yeah. TLR, it's we missed good you. It's to be back. I missed you guys. Right. It's, been, it's been a minute. But, yes. you know, I wanted to bring you back because when we were preparing for this and we were working on this together, because you haven't really gone anywhere. You've yeah. just been in the background. Yeah. You've uh, you helped me write everything and work on it. But as we were preparing for this, there's some things that really stood out to you yeah. about the story of Mary. And one of the things that I know jumped out to you is that the story of Mary doesn't actually begin with Mary. And it's funny because we're talking about Mary because the story of Jesus starts with Mary, but then the story of Mary doesn't actually start with Mary. It starts with this guy named Zachariah. Why did that jump out to you? Yeah, um, so it's so interesting because, like you were just saying, the story of Mary does start with Zachariah. Mm. And when we look at the character of Zachariah, he's this old guy, he's a priest, so he's really well-respected, and yeah. everyone looks up to him. And he and his wife, Elizabeth, they're pretty old, and they haven't been able to have a child. And an angel appears to Zachariah and tells Zachariah, hey, you're going to have a son. You're going to name him John. He's going to do mm. all these great things. And Zachariah immediately doubts the angel. He says, how can I be sure of this? Like, I would doubt too. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, I would probably doubt too if an angel said that. Yeah. But yeah. Zachariah says, how can I be sure of this? And his doubt causes him to be unable to speak for the entire time that mm. Elizabeth is pregnant. 
because he just doesn't believe in what God is telling him. I bet Elizabeth kind of liked that. Nine months yeah, of just I mean, uh, so really nice. can't talk. I don't know what Amanda would think about that, but I feel like I probably I talked a lot. Kind of positive, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. But, so, okay, so Zachariah is, an angel shows up. That It sounds kind of like Mary's story, though. Yeah. They were like, if, so, because we know that an angel shows up to Mary, but you're saying before that, an angel shows up to Zachariah and says, hey, you're going to have a baby, and then Zachariah doubts and can't talk. Mm-hmm. Like, so we get this from Luke, who investigated all this, and he asked eyewitnesses and everything. Why do you think Luke includes this story? Why do you think, like, he starts off with the story of Zechariah and then tells us about Mary? Yeah, so it's so interesting because Zechariah's story actually parallels Mary's story. Mm-hmm. So a few months after the angel appears to Zechariah, an angel also appears to Mary, who's this, like, no-name woman in this small town, and... First of all, the fact that a woman would appear to a, that an angel would appear to a woman is just shocking because women were just not respected and not like seen as valuable during that time. And so an angel appears to Mary, and the first thing that the angel says to Mary is, "Greetings, you who are highly favored," which is like you're like, "Hold up, <laughs> wait what? a minute, what? A woman what is, is highly favored? Like, yeah. what's happening? How come Zachariah didn't get that kind of greeting?" But it's so interesting because the angel then goes on to tell Mary that she's going to give birth to a son. She's going to name him Jesus and he's going to be the savior of the world. Mm. And it's so interesting when we look at Zachariah's story versus Mary's story, how Mary responds. And Mary says, how will this be? So she trusts Mm. that it's possible. She knows that it can happen and that it will happen. And she just questions. And I think that that's such a key thing, too, because I think a lot of times we think that we can't ever ask questions, but the no. fact that Mary asks, like, how will this be? She trusts that it's possible, but she just wants to ask questions to clarify a bit more, which I think is really interesting. It and- is. Yeah, no, it's huge because it does, it does offer that contrast because mm-hmm. Zachariah, he asked a question, but his question was like doubt, like you can't do yeah. this. <laughs> but Mary's question is like, oh, okay, this is going to happen. How? Yeah. But like, what are we doing? And like, that's exactly. so, so funny because, because, the other contrast is that, as you pointed out, Zachariah was the person that everybody would have respected. Right. And Mary wasn't. But then you see these two different Yeah, Mary responses. gets this greeting like, you're highly favored. You're blessed. <laughs> and Zachariah's like, yeah, you're not going to be able to speak. So. <laughs> right. Well, and what's also interesting in this is that so Zachariah's wife, Elizabeth, and Mary are cousins. Yep. And so they actually visit each other. And what's interesting is because after Mary trusts God, she goes and visits Elizabeth. And while there... She says to Elizabeth that in, in the story that my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. What What's the significance of that? Like, Because that is another thing that when we were writing this jumped out to you that yeah. she was able to say, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Yeah. So it's so interesting because Luke is writing this account of the story of Jesus's birth and of the story of Jesus's life after mm-hmm. All of this had happened so it's years later like after Jesus had died and for him to go back and be talking to Mary and be like Mary what was your response after like you found out you were gonna have a baby after Jesus was born what was your response and so Mary's answering this question after she had seen her son die mm-hmm. and not just die but die this horrible gruesome death like she saw her son beaten and nailed to a cross and 
for her to respond, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices. That's That's huge. Like something must have happened after that for her to be able to respond that way. Because I mean, I can't even imagine putting myself in Mary's shoes and seeing that happen to her son. And then to be able to respond that way afterwards, that's huge. And something must have happened afterwards for her to be able to do that. And I think that that's so cool about the Christmas story is that it doesn't just start with the birth of Jesus and end there, but it continues on to Jesus's death and what happened three days later when he died and rose again, because that's the whole point of the Christian faith that Jesus died and rose again three days later. And I think that that is what gave Mary the confidence to be able to say, my soul glorifies the Lord, even after she had seen her son die, because she knew that something so much greater would happen after that. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, you know, it's funny because, like, I know, I mean, so on one part, like, I know people who've had to go through the trauma and the experience of losing a loved mm-hmm. one. And, like, you don't really ever get over that. Like, it always hurting. And so for Mary to be able to recount this to Luke and to look back on you know, being pregnant with his baby in the sun and then she saw them die that way. Something had to have happened. And you pointed this out, but like the whole reason we celebrate Christmas, like if Jesus, like there's no point in being excited about a baby being born 2,000 years ago. There's nobody else's yes. birthday we celebrated no. 2,000 years ago. They're like, cool, whatever. Happy birthday. But like, because, but the whole significance is that something had to have happened. Something good that would have made Luke want to go back and interview Mary, mm-hmm. interview people, and like knew that like something good had to have happened. There had to be something good in it. That's so amazing. The other thing I know uh, this isn't in our notes, but because I'm like petty and I, like when I read the Bible, I just I picture um, one of the things that you can read is that Mary and Elizabeth when they show up and they're celebrating, Elizabeth honors Mary and yeah. is like blessed are you who believe the Lord and because I'm petty I just picture her saying that with Zachariah there and being like like, little, like, like, like you don't believe and you can't talk but blessed is the one who did and so I don't know I yeah. just that's something that I always think about when I read this this is why people need to read their bible because it's filled with just like these so nuggets cool. of like hey, these are real people yeah and like you know Elizabeth and Mary being there, and I just again maybe yeah. Zachariah was there, maybe he wasn't, but still, it's just it'd have been it's, funny if he was. It's funny to think about that. Yeah. So, for you, what does this say about how God views people, and more specifically, women? Yeah, I think that this just shows so much about how God values everyone, and you know, this whole time we've been saying that the story of Christmas is good news of great joy for mm. all people, not just some. But for all, 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 as in every single person, whether you're a man or a woman, Mm. this story is good news for you. And I think that the fact that God chose to use Mary to be a part of this story and that God chose to use a woman to include in this thing that we celebrate thousands of years later is just Mm. so eye-opening to how God views all of us because it could have easily been the opposite way where Mary doubted God and where Zachariah like trusted in God and mm. the roles could have easily been reversed. And if you were making up this story, That's what you, you probably would, would reverse the roles. Oh, You'd probably be like, yeah, Zachariah believed and Mary doubted God. And Mary of course she did. She's a like, woman. Yeah. So, like. <laughs> but the fact that this happened and Luke recorded it 
like it must be true for that to have happened and I think mm-hmm. that that shows so much about how God values all of us whether you're a man or a woman that God wants to use you and God wants to invite you to be a part of his story and the story that he's writing for sure I mean like like it really like this is one of the foundational pieces of of what we believe in our mm-hmm. faith and the fact that like the first hero in the story of Jesus is it Mary a woman <laughs> like like okay come on like like you're saying if you're making a story out like pick a better character yeah. <laughs> like, especially back then like, 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 like don't uh, nobody believed women yeah and now you're gonna like uh, start off with this like extended story about how amazing Mary is that's crazy yeah I know the this story reminds you another of another one and it's one of my favorite stories it's another one of your favorite stories yeah. we talk about it all the time but it reminds you of a time, it reminds us of a time that Jesus, when he's an adult, he actually elevates a woman and yeah. it's another first in Jesus's life. And so yeah. with Mary, we have the first of like, he's actually being born, but then there's another first. You mind yeah. sharing that story? Yeah. So this is a story of the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my favorite stories, one of your favorite stories. Makes me tear just, up every time I think about story. it. Yep. You guys should read about this, but I'll tell you about it now a little bit. So... Jesus goes up to this woman who's at this well in the middle of the day and she's by herself. And this is pretty significant because women would always go to the well to get water together and they would go early in the morning because it's cool and the well is like in the middle of the sun so it's hot out. But this woman is there by herself in the middle of the day and that was because she was really not respected by society. She had done some pretty like (laughs) sketchy things and she just really wasn't respected people didn't really like her and so that's why she was there alone she didn't really have many friends but jesus goes up to her and he starts talking to her has a conversation about water and living water and a bunch of stuff that's a story for another day but but what's so pivotal is that after that after their conversation jesus tells her that he is the messiah and he tells her like i'm here to save like all of you I'm here for all people and I want you to go tell everyone about this Mm. and when I'm reading that I'm like hold up wait (laughs) dude this is telling this woman that nobody likes that has this past and that has made mistakes that has sinned and that has this all this baggage in her life and Jesus is telling her no I want you to go tell everyone who I am and what's true about me Mm. and I think that that just shows another example of how God and Jesus elevate women and how they just view women as equal, not as less than men or as just people that can't share stories, but as people that, you know, you're going to be the first one to tell this story of who I am. Yeah, it's crazy to me because like when you read this right before Jesus did this, he's actually gaining in popularity Mm -hmm. and like the people that were respectable in society, like they were starting to like want to talk to him and crowd was forming and everything and if it was me or you we'd be like what's up i'm a rock star and like bringing these people along what's up but jesus leaves them and he leaves like this like growing popularity he's getting and he hasn't told anybody who he is yet but he leaves this growing popularity and goes to this woman that you described that is in a town that nobody likes and she's not respected by anybody in that town she's a woman looked down upon and that's the first person Jesus entrusts saying, hey, go tell people who I am. Yeah. And the whole town, it says that the whole town 
came out to see Jesus and believe. And it's just, it's one of those stories that for somebody reading, like, may not seem like a big deal, but, like, when you put it in its historical context, like, I mean, Jesus and God through Jesus is elevating this woman mm -hmm. and just punctuating this point that, like, these societal barriers you guys have, watch this. Okay, I don't care. Okay. Right? I love this woman as much as I love these people that yeah. you respect. And it's it's so amazing. And as we start to wrap up, I can imagine somebody being like, you know, okay, that's cool, but that's not what I experienced. And nobody ever told me how cool Mary was or what a big deal Mary was. Like nobody put it into this context for me. Um and so nobody ever told me how a story would impact me like this. What would you say to somebody that is like, I just, I don't know, I'm wrestling with this. Like, you know, just, it's cool, but it's not what I experienced, yeah. you know? I think a key thing, what you were just saying, is that our experiences might not align with this story and might not align with what Jesus says and what Jesus did, not just with Mary and the birth of Jesus, but with what Jesus did in his whole lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of people that really might not be your experience. You may have experienced that, like, people look down upon women or that churches look down upon women or whatever that it may happens. be. Yep, <laughs> it does. <laughs> but I think it's so cool to actually look at what Jesus says and to look at these stories, and there's so many other stories, too, that show that Jesus is elevating women and that God wants to use women. So I would just say that I would encourage you to keep exploring this because mm -hmm. I think that it really is good news of great joy for all people, whether you're a man or a woman or whether you mm -hmm. have power or you don't have power or you're rich or poor or whatever. Like, the standards that we have in our society, Jesus says, nope, we're getting rid yeah. of them. I'm here yeah. for all people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's huge. That's huge. I mean, I think, I think too, like, it's funny when you said this, uh, this just sparked this quote that I heard that, like, if you want to understand what Jesus said, you know, pay attention to the things that he did. If mm -hmm. you want to understand, pay attention to the things that he did. And the same is true for, like, God. You know, God sends Jesus, and then Jesus, and if people wrestle with that. But look what Jesus did. Yeah. I mean, look, right here in the story, and our little time ago, we point out these two moments where highly elevated women at a time that nobody elevated women. Yeah. What does that say? I mean, like, you know, you can wrestle through the conclusions of that, but look at what Jesus did. And, yeah. and it backs up what you're saying that, I mean, he wanted to emphasize this and drive it home. Right. And these are just two stories. I mean, like, there's several others yeah. where he does the exact same thing for women. That's uh, so cool. Mm -hmm. uh, we could talk about it all day. But, <laughs> we really could. But if Jesus this were so true, cool. yes. If this <laughs> was true, okay. Because that's a wrestling match we have, too. Like, is it true? But if it's true, what impact do you think this would have on people? Yeah, I think that if we believe that this story is true, first of all, I think that it's good news, and I think that we would want <laughs> it to be true. Because yep. I think, like, what we've been saying all along, that our experiences might not align with this. But if this is true, and if this is really how God values people and how God values specifically women and mm -hmm. the stories that we're looking at today that that really does change everything. Like, no longer do we have to be ashamed or be quiet or look at all these different stereotypes that are in society, but we can really have that identity knowing that how God views us and how God views all of us um, as his children and that he wants us to be a part of his story. And I think that 
sometimes we miss that. We think, oh, like that's for other people. That's not for me. Mm-hmm. But I think that that is an invitation that's for all of us. The same invitation that, you know, God gave to Mary when the angel came to Mary and invited Mary to be part of this story. That that same invitation is available for all of us to yeah. follow Jesus and to just trust in that. Yeah, oh, that's huge. Yeah, I think for me, again, I, this wasn't in our notes, but just as you're talking, literally it's just sparked in me that I'm like, I think one of the things that changes is that in our society and in church is not, church world is not immune from this at all, that we still carry is lesser, but we still carry this of like not valuing what women have to say. Mm-hmm. I've been around church world my whole life and my parents grew up in church. They had me in church and both in church world and outside of church world, I have seen this happen where I love both my parents are both amazing. But if I could pick on both of them, my dad is really smart, like math and analytical wise. And then my mom is really smart and good, like with people and like people sense and emotional intelligence and all that stuff. And they're both smart and they can cross over yeah. for sure. But like if they're the strengths, that's their opposite strengths, right? And what I've noticed and I've seen again, both in church world and outside church world is my mom will say something about how to handle like a social situation or situation involving people and people will just dismiss it okay like like nothing my dad will say it same exact thing okay and everything oh it's genius okay (laughs) right and what's so funny is that like i saw it growing up i was like but and like and i didn't even hear them talk about it Mm -hmm. and like my dad knows that that's wrong and it frustrates my dad but like it's just so interesting seeing that growing up and just when we were talking about story of woman at the well one of the things that dawned on me is that like one of the impacts of this is that like if jesus not only valued a woman but valued a woman that nobody else valued yeah. <laughs> or that even women looked down upon valued that and entrusted an important message to her to go and teach other people maybe that's something for us to learn and the impact is that like Maybe we need to be paying attention to and learning from um, from from women better. Yeah. And it's something that I think we still struggle with in, in society. And I know we struggle with it in church world. But, like, I mean, again, if you want to follow Jesus and you want to know what he meant by the things he said, look at what he did. Yeah. This, I mean, Jesus is the one that went and trusted somebody. And so, you know, to wrap that thought up and tie it together, that, like, what impact that has, I mean, the impact is like, I mean, that could be, that could be you. That could be anybody, you know, listening to this. That could be, like, you were the person that God values. Like, you're the person that God wants to empower and trust and care for. And too often, women don't hear that. Yeah. But in the story of Jesus, we see that hope that 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 is true. Mm -hmm. And, And I think for all of us, like, this is an identity that we can be given that, that nobody else gives that we are loved and cared for. Yeah, and that's I just, huge. I just think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts from you? Anything in final you want to share? I feel like you got it all out. Yeah, you know, I just think that this really is good news. And I just think that it shows just so much how God cares and values all of us. And like you were just saying, he gives us that identity. And we have that same invitation that Mary had and that the woman at the well had to just share that good news with other people. And I think a lot of times around Christmas, it can kind of get all jumbled up. Like, what is this story even about? Okay, like Mary's mother of Jesus, whatever. But I think it's like 
you need to really pause and be like, okay, this is huge. This is a really big deal that God chose Mary and that God elevates women and that God just wants to use all of us, no matter who you are or what your past is like, that God values us and he wants to use us to be a part of his story. And that's really good news. It's good news. I didn't say that's good news for all people. I would. You could say that. Of great you could, joy. You could say so. Yes. Well, listen, guys, we hope that you enjoyed this conversation. Thank you guys so much for checking this out. Okay. Sarah's not going to be able to hear it, but just on your screen. Yeah, yeah, Sarah. Okay. Um, so glad for you just bringing your perspective to this. Not just perspective, but your knowledge as you're studying this. I appreciate that so much. We hope that you guys have a great Christmas. We love you guys. Hope that your Christmas Eve is amazing and hope that Christmas Day tomorrow is amazing. Yeah. We hope you're right back here at TLR tomorrow. If not, you can watch it later. But listen, if you want to talk about this more, wrestle with any of this, have questions for Sarah, have questions for me, the best place to do that is join the community group. Or you can reach out to us and let us know that you want one of us to follow up with you. And so you can do that. All of that you can do on our Welcome to TLR link. So click that. Click it. And, do you it. know, whatever you want to share with us will be great. But anyway, go spend some time with your family. Make sure to text your friends. Wish them a Merry Christmas. And hope you guys have a great holiday season. Hope you're enjoying your break. And in the meantime, Sarah, how about you tell them? It's been a minute since yeah, you got to tell them. You know, tell them what I to do. I feel honored to get to tell say them. this. Tell them. What do they need to do? You all need to stay awesome. You, all of you. 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 Stay awesome. I just want to leave. I just want to leave.